with an update coming that the Pittsburgh Steelers are actually interested in trading for the Bears' number nine overall pick to draft Jalen Carter. We're going to talk about what that could mean for the Chicago Bears and how it could change things and what it says about them and their real thoughts about Jalen Carter if they were to do that trade. We're also going to talk about the Bears re-signing Dante Pettis and what it means for the Bears' wide receiver core. We're getting to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And uh, if you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes, at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Shy Bears Central. But let's get into it. So more uh, details have come out now about the Pittsburgh Steelers' interest in the Bears' number nine overall pick. And so even though last uh, week we got an update that, the, that they were interested in talking trade with the Bears, now we have some updates on that saying that they're actually, and this comes from Peter King, that they're actually interested in trading up to draft Jalen Carter. Now, what that means, uh, when I initially talked about this trade rumors and everything, I speculated that, hey, the Bears may do this trade with the Steelers if Jalen Carter is not there at number nine, because I was under the assumption that the Bears would draft Jalen Carter at number nine. And that's a lot of what we're hearing as well, that the Bears will not let them uh, let Jalen Carter go past them at number nine. But if you remember correctly, even there, I stated that the Bears may not let Jalen Carter get past them at number nine, but they may be interested in trading him if they can get enough assets back and they still see players in whatever area that they trade for that they are happy and content with getting. So this adds another wrinkle to it. You know, the whole Jalen Carter conversation and the way that it's worked out and the fact that, you know, Jalen Carter has said he's not going to be working out for teams that aren't in the top 10. That could mean that there are teams that, hey, they're trying to move up to get him potentially. And so I still, I, with what I'm seeing, I still have my doubts if he go even is there at number 10. I still don't think he gets past Detroit there, but I could be wrong. Like I said before, anything is possible in the NFL, and we have seen players before, even with a lot of promise, fall. As I forget to turn on my lights, come on now, we got to have the vibe here. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, you've seen players with a lot of promise and talent fall because of character concerns. And so, you know, it, it's it's an ongoing thing with uh, with when it comes to Jalen Carter and the conversation around him. And, you know, some of it may be overstated. It is offseason, you know, some, some you know, outlets looking for storylines and things like that. But there's enough smoke around this situation with Jalen Carter and potentially falling that you have to look at it and say maybe there is a small fire there. And maybe it could also be some deterrent as well from other teams. Or, you know, some, it's not like teams are going to be flat out and say, no, we're drafting this guy at this number. It wouldn't make any sense. So everyone's trying to posture right now, figure out kind of the mindset when it comes to these other teams and what it, what it means for Jalen Carter and where he could fall. But, you know, we, we'll we see. Uh, with Ryan Poles, we know that he can trade back. So it's not like that, and it's not like he could not still get a hell of an offensive tackle if he does trade back to number 17 with the Pittsburgh Steelers and still get that 30, I think it's 32 overall pick. Somebody cor- correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, So if we were to get a Broderick Jones at number 17, that would still open up so much for the Bears. Keep in mind, the Bears pick at number nine, and then they won't, don't pick again, I think, until the 50s or 60s. That's a long time to go without a draft pick. So if the Bears could move down to the number 17 while also getting that our pick back from the Pittsburgh Steelers and then still hold on to those two second-round picks, listen, it opens up so much for the Chicago Bears. As far as, like I said, there is a lot of starting-level talent between that pick at number 17, I'm, yeah, number 17, until... And really all throughout the second and some into the third round. So 
if the Bears end up walking away and having four picks in 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 the in those in those first two rounds, it opens up so much for the Chicago Bears of them really still bringing in key level talent. And we know we have a lot of pieces that we need to fix. And so if you're looking at bringing in four players in that area that can all potentially be starters on day one of the NFL season, then Ryan Poles would have another coup. Now I know, and and again, this is me just rationalizing and talking. I understand you guys. I see you guys in the comments that say, well, the Bears need as much blue chip talent as possible, right? And I get that. I am not taken away from that. I understand where you say I'm right there with you for the most part. To me, if Jalen Carter's there at number nine, character concerns be damned, the Bears take them for themselves. Take him for themselves. Not take him, not trade the pick. That is my personal opinion. But I also have to realize that, hey, Ryan Poles may not share my personal opinion, and we know he already looks at things and he's did things even in last year's draft without having a number one pick, well, a pick in the first round, with going a different direction to where the common thought were was that the Bears may go in that draft. So I'm going to throw this one back to you guys. Jalen Carter's there at number nine. We get a call from the Pittsburgh Steelers that are, that are offering that number 17 pick and our own second round pick back, which is the 32nd overall pick. I'm going to ask you this. If that's on the table, do the Bears draft Jalen Carter or do they move down to number 17, still get a hell of a player in Broderick Jones, Darnell Wright, uh, some I doubt Tyree Wilson's there at that point in time, but they still, maybe Miles Murphy may be there. So it, do they still go on and then draft? Well, Miles probably is going to be there. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and wishing at this point. But do they take that pick in that package then and then have enough to really still add considerable talent to this team? Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Now, another bit of news that we got out that came out today is that the Bears have signed Dante Pettis to a one-year deal. Now, this isn't anything huge, right? He's coming back. He, he's now the, the, going to be the wide receiver number six. When you look at the wide receiver room for the Chicago Bears, we have DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool, Vegas Jones, uh, Equinomius St. Brown, and now Dante Pettis. What this does this mean? It all but closes the door for those that kept hoping that the Bears are going to draft Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, it's not happening. He's not coming here. And this is something that we've been telling and preparing you guys. It also paints a picture for anyone who's still wondering what may happen with Nikhil Harry, players like that. I think when you look at carrying six wide receivers, that pretty much shuts the door of the wide receiver room. Now, as far as Dante Pettis, we know he became the primary punt returner after uh, Velis Jones had his issues with muff punts and dropping balls, and he really took that over. So expect that to really come in and still be his position, right? I think he's still going to come in. Velius is still going to have plenty of opportunity to really still show that he can be that special teams guy. But Dante Pettis is going to be that probably at least initially. And um, so it is what it is. He's coming in. He's going to be the wide receiver number six. He's going to help contribute to the special teams. Um, he played 17 games. He was our fifth leading wide receiver last year with 245 yards on 19 catches. And he led all Bears receivers in touchdowns which is wild to think that Dante Pettis was a leading wide receiver when it comes to touchdowns in 2022. Pettis had his own struggles with drops as well, um, but he had moments where he looked really good in the passing game. And so this is absolutely another depth signing by the Chicago Bears. It's not anything that, you know, he's not. I, here's what I'll say. I, I'm not going to say that he's not going to be factored at all into the into the offense because I do think he is. And I hope that Luke Getze gets creative enough to where we use all of our wide receivers at different points in time for different matchups, things like that, as well as Tanyan. Uh, Cole Komet being in there as well. And then you got to especially look as while uh, Deontay Foreman and Co and uh, Khalil Herbert haven't been the best as far as receiving running backs. You, with all the things that we've added in the receiving game, like I said, with the two tight end sets that we can now run, 
with having Dante Pettis and six and six wide receivers deep with everything that we have, you may be able to offset that. But I still hope that we can still incorporate our running backs into that passing game as well. But hey, another signing by the Bears as that playoff that that we start coming to the end of, of the offseason. Once the draft happens, we're gonna have a pretty good look at overall. They're still gonna bring in some veteran pieces, some training camp pieces to help push competition, but we're really starting to get that that formulized view of what the Bears are gonna be outside of how they address the trenches in the draft. And I think as you start signing more players like this, we still cornerback is still another one that I do expect them to go at in the draft. We may still see a running back uh, drafted lower in the draft as well. But for the most part, our skill, our skill positions are pretty much locked in, especially on that offensive side. So we kind of know what we're going to have there. The biggest question still remaining is what it's going to look like on the offensive line and how is Ryan Poles really going, and Ian Cunningham for that matter, I don't want to act like he's not involved in this as well, going to really just solve those trenches areas for the for the Bears. I think I said Bulls earlier. Charges to my mind, not to my heart. But that's where we're going. That's where we're at. And so, you know, it's been a pretty solid offseason, right? Has it been perfect? No, we can't say it's been perfect yet because we still don't have some of the bigger question marks that we had that we need to address for this team answered yet. So until though, until we see what that offensive line is going to look like, it's hard to really say that we're that you know to really give a grade. I say so far, I really like what he did. You look at trading for DJ Moore being the first uh, really kind of domino to fall there, and the trading the number one overall pick, bringing in TJ Edwards, who I think is going to be a beast. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds and ensuring up that linebacking core that we did, uh, bringing in Nate Davis, who's a versatile offensive lineman who's going to be able to play a lot of spots for us at that offensive guard. Demarcus Walker, another one who can come in, play multiple positions on that defensive line. I like what the Bears have done. I like it. We re-signed Kahari Blasting Game, who, hey, he may be using the passing game more too, so we'll see. The Bears have made some solid signings. Travis Homer is another one in there as well. Some solid depth signings. Um, so we'll see. I'm right now. I'm still very positive on what the Bears have done this offseason. The draft is a little over a week away. We will be live next Thursday for the NFL draft, breaking down whatever the Bears do. And so make sure you guys are tuned in, locked into the channel. We'll keep bringing that daily content. We haven't stopped yet, even during the offseason. So imagine what it's going to look like once we get into training camp, offseason, preseason thing. I said offseason. Preseason is the start of the season. Be locked in here at Chicago Bears Central because I promise you, we're going to be one of the best channels, one of the best platforms, one of the best podcasts, and more in-depth podcasts that you guys can listen to as we go through this process. Thank you so much. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, Bear now. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.